This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Congratulations, you made it to the end of the week. You're not snowed in yet, and uh, in case nobody has told you in the past 22 hours, baseball is back. I think that means, I hope that means, we've got a pretty decent two hours in store here on the Workday Red Zone. Certainly no shortage of topics to talk about. I'm kind of fired up, to be honest with you. Kind of like that kid in a candy store feeling, that Christmas Eve kind of feeling for everything we got coming up. Pitchers and catchers and everybody else reporting today. The last week of the conference tournaments before we get to that bracket reveal on Sunday. And, uh, oh yeah. Spring football is like 48 hours away. Anyways, uh, we're going to try and get through all of that today. Wish us luck. Not going to happen, but that's okay. Uh, Here on the Workday Red Zone. As always, we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. You can stream us at 95.3theticket.com. Additionally, uh, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you would like to shout at us today. Pretty easy, 9303776. It's an easy question. It's one you're going to know the answer to, by the way, uh, when we ask you that later. You can also interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash 953theticket, and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Today's question, posted using the hashtag WDRZ. We'll tell you about it in a moment, but hey, I'm Kara. I am joined in studio by producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. I don't know if he's seen the question yet, but I know he's got answers for it, so... Uh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I, I do have answers. By the way, like the MLB, it's cool that the MLB is back, but the Cubs also haven't signed Carlos Correa yet, so I'm kind of mad that the MLB is back now. You, it's it's amazing how quickly our complaints <laughs> swing wildly yeah. from from one uh, one topic to another. But uh, we'll take you through that and uh, so much more coming up here on the program today. All right, uh, let's look at what's going on some this weekend here around Arkansas State and, of course, uh, some other news topics as well before we dive into that question. Uh, Of course, Mother Nature is altering A-State Baseball's weekend plans. No game today due to winter weather. It's already started snowing in southwestern Missouri. We're still a couple of hours away. But uh, that weekend series at Missouri State has been changed from a three-game set to a doubleheader on Sunday. So your first pitch time is going to be at 1 o'clock right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Again, Sunday doubleheader. In additional baseball news, redshirt freshman Kaysen Tollett has landed on the initial watch list for the 2022 Buster Posey Collegiate Catcher of the Year Award. So congratulations to him. Uh, Looking around Arkansas State, of course, Sunday will be the first of 15 practices for Arkansas State football. So Red Wolves get back at it. Haven't seen a start time on that yet. And uh, again, we do anticipate there being some Practices open to the public uh, during the spring slate, but no announcement on which ones yet. But uh, in the meantime, again, Sunday is when that gets underway leading up to that spring game on April 
the 23rd. Elsewhere, Arkansas begins its SEC tournament run in Tampa today against LSU. Hogs swept the two meetings in the regular season. LSU advanced to face Arkansas after topping Mizzou yesterday. Tip-off today, halfway through the show, 1 o'clock is when that'll get underway. And uh, I do want to say congratulations to the alma mater today. Jonesboro High School gave them hail in Hot Springs yesterday, winning the 5A boys title 55-28 over Marion. Of course, during the show, we were following along with the JHS girls and told you they were runners-up to Greenwood. Osceola and Blyville will vie for the 3A and 4A boys' titles, respectively, on Saturday. So if we see any scores today from, from Hot Springs, we'll pass it along. But in the meantime, KavanaughCars.com question today. I can already tell you an answer is going to pop into your head as soon as we say it. So don't hold back. Just let us know throughout the program what team do you love to hate that's it this is a show for the haters today so sound off embrace the hate and uh, that's what we've got going on this question inspired a couple places by by a couple different things one you know again if you're not watching if you weren't watching college baseball if you're still not watching college baseball and you you love the game you're doing yourself a huge disservice because I keep going back to that Tuesday Wednesday Texas State Texas series and when Texas State won that game over Sear- over Texas, it it gave me joy. I, don't, I usually don't care what the Bobcats do, but when that pitcher struck out the guy who was at the plate and immediately threw the horns down, I just thought it was wonderful. <laughs> so normally, I, I don't know where this, uh, this incredible hatred of uh, Texas has really kind of came from. Um... I do have, you know, the the never-ending hate of the fact that prior to every single football season, we read, I don't know, every year, without fail, we read who knows how many Texas is back articles and posts and discussions and rankings and whatever just for Texas to crap out in the end like they always do. Drives me nuts. So, that is definitely one place where we are inspired uh, by that question. Also, additionally, yesterday I got in my car. <laughs> And I uh, was going home from here, of course. I, I have it on the ticket all the time. So I was listening to Cade update everybody with the latest MLB news. And, of course, I also heard him at the time sound off on the Mets. Uh, how much? Yeah, I, like I – and like now that it's now that it's done, whatever, I don't care. But at the time, if the Mets would have been the reason that um, we didn't get baseball, I, I, I would hope they lost every game. Uh, that was pretty entertaining to hear that discussion. And, of course, we now know the four teams that voted against everybody else. And so I think – Kate has probably added some names to that list too. Well, three of the four names are already on the list. Like, I, I don't like the Astros. I don't like the Yankees. I don't like the Cardinals. But, like, the Mets are fine. It, it, it is what it is. So you're over the Mets hatred. Yeah. Just yeah. a couple hours in there and done. Yeah. But, Not like, the, the other three I already hated, so it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a list by the end of the. Kate's going to have a list by himself. We'll probably also go ahead and throw Syracuse on there after we heard. Uh, that discussion yesterday, and I'm sure there are more to come throughout the next couple of hours. But hey, uh, let's get to the phones again. Who do you? What team do you love to hate? Is our KavanaughCars.com question. Zach, how are you? What's up, here? What's Good. up, man? Much. Um, you know, I'd like to think over the years my hate has been evenly distributed. Okay. Uh, of course, it was uh, the Giants after Eli Manning. Yeah. And them ruined it for Tom Brady's perfect season. In 07 and then uh, in 2012, uh, did it again. So I hated the Giants there for a while. I did hate the Heat back when they had LeBron and D Wade and Bosch. 
I, I beat up on LeBron a bit. I hate his for LeBron. That, that that's kind of it's kind of fizzled out some. You know, uh, I can I can uh, ease up on LeBron now that he's you know in his uh, uh, twilight years in the league. Uh, let me think for a minute here. I'm I'm leaving somebody out here, guys. Well, I mean, you started this conversation by saying you're an equal opportunity hater, so I feel like there's got to be more than two two teams on that list. Well, the Warriors, because I couldn't stand Draymond Green. Okay, I could not. Ted, you know, he's he uh, he just he, he made me. He was annoying. I mean, he is a good player, but you know, the Warriors owe the majority of their success to the Splash Brothers. Wouldn't you all say so? I'm not saying not just just them, but the majority of the success I think goes to those two guys. I mean, I would agree. Uh, that you've got two prolific scores. Of course, they also won a title when Durant was there. So yeah, and then it wasn't wasn't one of those titles. Wasn't Iguodala the MVP? Yes, he was. Okay. Their first one. Yeah, their very first title back in 2015 when they beat a downsized uh, Cavs team when Kyrie Irving was out and Kevin Love. Wasn't that right, Cade? Uh, yes. Cade was just putting a, a phone line on hold, so he might have missed oh, some nice. of that conversation. Nice. But yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, and of course the Cubs, whenever they play, you know, I, I didn't really so much hate the Cubs. I mean, I thought it was entertaining watching McGuire and Sosa go at it back, even though they're they're Central Division rivals. I always enjoyed watching back when you had McGuire and Sosa, you know, uh, swapping home runs. I thought that was fun to watch, Kara. I don't think there's. It, it's a. I think I don't think there's. As much vitriol in that in that series as there has been at yeah. times. Like if I'm picking a, a team in the NL Central that I want to beat up, maybe in the win loss standings, and then also potentially on the actual field of play, <laughs> I'm looking at the yeah. Reds. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Being a Hogs fan in football, I hate the. You know, I'm not a big fan of Auburn either. Don't okay. Don't like Auburn as well. But uh, anywho, um, I I want to revisit our topic. Our conversation from the other day about Westbrook and how he was getting getting heckled by the fans, you know. Okay. He's he's all about he don't like all the name calling and stuff. But yeah. If memory serves me right, wasn't he calling Kevin Durant a cupcake a couple of years ago when he when he uh, left and didn't want to play with him no more? I don't know. Kate. Uh, maybe. I, like I don't remember that if it was. Google that, y'all. What I think yeah. I think he was calling him a cupcake. But isn't it funny how? LeBron saw how things was in OKC when Durant didn't want to play with uh, uh, Westbrook. And Westbrook comes to L.A. And then, uh, you know, Kyrie played with LeBron, and now Kyrie's with Durant. I thought they've, they've swapped point guards kind of, you know, almost kind of come full circle, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, I will say this. When Kyrie's on, on the court, he's playing. Uh, he's. I, I would rather have Kyrie than Westbrook. I'll say that. I think. I think. Oh, by the way, I want to wish a happy 29th birthday, guys, to Anthony Davis. He's 29 years old, but how how old is his body by now? As many injuries as he he's had. 45. Think so. <laughs> I mean, just wow. give or take a couple decades. Yeah. Speaking of nicknames, I think street, street clothes is probably one of the the best nicknames in recent in recent memory. Uh, Sir Charles, I, I love that nickname for for AD. Forget the brow. He's street clothes. Anyways, all right, guys. See y'all. See ya. Today's conversation's kind of already cracking me up because you start talking about one team and then you think of another team you don't like that much and then another. Kate, you and I are going to have 40 answers by the time we're done today. 
Yeah, um, I mean, but see, I feel like most of mine come in baseball now. I don't really hate teams in other sports as much as I do, but like the teams I hate in baseball, like I hate. I uh, I started laughing as soon as I saw this next name pop up on the uh, the caller ID because I, I have a hunch what direction they're going to go with this phone call, but we'll let them tell you about it. Chuck is with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? Hey, we all know who I hate the most, okay? <laughs> I'm not even going to bring it up. We all know who I hate the most. And with me being a Cubby fan, I also hate St. Louis. That's, I mean, that's fair. We're kind of smarmy as a group of fans. <laughs> I'm not going to try and I'm not going to downplay it. You know, I hate the car, uh, the Cardinals. Being a Cubby fan, I really hate the Cardinals. Uh, and you know, football. I I can't. When Tom was playing for the Patriots, I couldn't stand them. Okay. I couldn't. Uh, I just. You know, I couldn't bring myself to root for him. But, and no, it was not because he was from the team up north either, Kara. <laughs> you know what? I, I didn't even think that in my head, honestly. But I, now that you said that, I, I that's funny. That just cracked me up. You know, and it, because I thought he was a system quarterback. You know, but now that I've seen him go somewhere else and be successful as he was, you know, he wasn't a sort, uh, system quarterback. He was a great quarterback. He is the GOAT. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And you got to give credit where credit is, too. And uh, as far as NASCAR, I hate uh, Logano. Okay. Levin, uh, Blaney. Okay. And uh, he actually moved over to uh, the sixth car this year for Jack Routes. Oh, um, Kankowski, I think is his name. We got a different name for him, and I can't say it over the radio, so <laughs> I'll just call him Horseface. <laughs> but All we right. call him something else. You All know? right. All right, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm a little out of my element when it comes to to racing, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna take your word for it on uh, horse face, as you just affectionately referred to him as. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I met an old lady the first time we went down there, Kara, to Talladega, and that's where I got the the horse face. That's what she called him. Her granddaughter liked him, and uh, he drove the number two. Miller Lite car is what he drove. Okay. And her granddaughter liked him. And, uh, but the old lady said, well, why do you like Horseface? <laughs> and she said, because he's a good driver. And why do you call him Horseface? She said, if you ever looked at him, he's got a face that looks like a horse, uh, that would be on a horse with that long snout and all that. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you make a lot of sense, you know. Was it, but Kes- anyway. was it Keselowski? Or is it somebody else? No, it's Keselowski or something like okay, that. Okay, Kes- yeah. It's Brad Keselowski. Yes, it's Brad. We'll just call him Brad. <laughs> okay, but I got a different name for him. Like I said, I can't say it on the... I really hate him from NASCAR, dude. I just cannot stand that dude. Ugh, I hate him. Well... I hate him about as much as I hate the team up north. Okay. It's a lot of hate, man. Yes, it is. But anyway, Kara, that's all I wanted to get in on. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. So what do you think about Russell Wilson going to the Broncos? You know, 
I'll be honest, my attention span this week, it was like, oh, Russell Wilson, Broncos, cool. And then it immediately swung over to, to Major League Baseball. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I haven't looked at, I think it's interesting how many picks Seattle's going to get uh, and what they're going to do next. But Russ Wilson, look, he's, he's been a good quarterback. He should still be a good quarterback, assuming he's able to stay healthy there. So I, I think it made Denver better. Well, to me, it just made the AFC West the toughest conference in the AFC, if you ask me. Okay. I mean, you yeah. got four dominant quarterbacks now with uh, Mahomes, Wilson, Herbert, and uh, Carr in L.A. or in Nevada, Las Vegas, man. They're going to be the teams to beat. Broncos, the only team in that division to finish under 500 last year, and, yeah, they, they, they just got better. Yes, they did. But anyway, man, thank y'all for taking my call. Y'all have a great and wonderful weekend, a great day. Be safe out there and go Red Bulls. Hey, thanks, Chuck. We appreciate the phone call. Have a great weekend. We're going to hit pause. I feel like after <laughs> these two phone calls mixed in with what all you you guys have already been saying on social media, I feel like you have like a list. Like you keep a handy list with you at <laughs> all times with the teams that you hate because you nobody has been able to give us an answer. <clears throat> So far, which is fine, which is fine. And your responses on social media are, are legit. Kill. If you hear me randomly cackling in the middle of a sentence or a, or a conversation, uh, if you're calling today and I start laughing at you in the middle of the <laughs> phone call, I promise I'm not laughing at you. Some of the stuff coming in on social media is, is really cracking me up. But I tell you what, uh, we need to go ahead and hit pause. Our phones will be open during the break, 9303776. What team do you love? To hate. We got some baseball coming up this weekend. We'll go over some of the basics of what happened in Major League Baseball yesterday, but also some Red Wolves baseball coming up on Sunday we need to talk about. So all of that on the way when we return here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer by vehicle from us we will pay off yours it's tax time at car today 3404 stadium in jonesboro or neacartoday.com the mosquito armageddon is upon us in jonesboro and northeast arkansas and southeast missouri farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes this alien invasion is happening and mosquito joe needs to treat you now before it's too late mosquitoes have no benefit to humans they must be exterminated as a matter of fact if a mosquito bites me then bites you it's like using the same syringe and that's why they do what they do at mosquito joe imagine being able to open your door during the summer and not worry about 
500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep. Yes, our treatment is pet friendly, yard friendly. We have all natural treatment that is bee friendly. Yes, this kills fleas, ticks, black flies, gnats, and no seams as well. And yes, this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed. Call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquitoes crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576-4257. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text my cool jobs to 97211. Text my cool jobs to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. COVID-19 cases are spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 12 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the CavanaughCars.com question. What team do you love to hate? Easy peasy, right? 9303776 is the number to call here on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Uh, some of your answers so far. On social media, again, uh, y'all are cracking me up at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, Daryl Lynn, who is a friend from the Sunbelt Conference, she tweets out. A gif of a trained whistle. If you have <laughs> listened to many Sunbelt games over the past couple of years or watched them on TV, that train whistle from Georgia State is one of the most obnoxious things possible. So knew exactly what direction she was going yeah. with that tweet. Uh, the end around <laughs> tweets us a picture of a uh, a screenshot from a press conference a couple years ago press conference now that is a little bit more infamous than infamous than uh than than famous for good reasons uh a couple years back 
Louisiana Tech had a director of athletics by the name of Tommy McClellan. He's no longer there. He's now he's now like an assistant AD at Vandy. But Tommy McClellan, in his interview, was talking about Conference USA, and in particular, a school close to his area in the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And he just talked about how, you know, if the Cajuns were smart, they'd be trying to move up to a level like Conference USA. Well, that clip has about 100,000 views on Twitter now and not because <laughs> it was a good clip. Obviously, we all know what has happened. Uh, CUSA has kind of fallen apart and scrambling, reaching out to some FCS teams to try and stay alive. And hey, Sunbelt's looking pretty good right now. And he's not even there anyways. But anyways, that was a really long story to tell you that uh, the end around hates Louisiana Tech. So some of your answers, again, from Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. By the way, has anybody told you that baseball is back? Uh, just in case you haven't been paying attention in the past 22 hours or so. Baseball is back. I think I've read that phrase about 80 times today. And I'm, by the way, that's not a complaint. I'm just as excited as everybody else yeah. who, who continues to say it. You know, yesterday was kind of a glass case of emotion day. Uh there had been conversations, you know, prior to when we got on air about the the owners and the players association going back and forth with this and the other and all kinds of stuff was developing throughout the morning. We got to probably about one o'clock showtime yesterday and and it, it looked like it was close, but then you started to hear reports that these other representatives from the Players Association were not on board, and you're just thinking, all right, will they, won't they? There's a 2 o'clock deadline. 2 o'clock happens. There's not any news. What are we doing? And it was like 2.05. Jeff Passon starts tweeting out, you know, baseball is back, this, that, and the other. So we could go over all of the intricacies of the collective bargaining agreement, but I'll be honest with you. I am kind of about burnt out on talking about or hearing about any type of luxury taxes or international drafts or minimum salaries or pre-arbitration bonus pools or tax thresholds. Like, these, this is just word salad to me. Now, I don't care. I don't care. So how does this impact us as fans and kind of what is going on right now? So first, first things first, pitchers and catchers report like now. Um, they've got a deadline that's still next week before they before spring training starts. But if you've spent any time on social media this morning, if you've checked your team pages or whoever uh, the media members are for your team, they've steadily tweeted out pictures of players in camp. I've seen you know a picture of uh, for the Cardinals, for example, Harrison Bader supposedly was one of the first people there. Tyler O'Neill, there's pictures of him. I'm sure everybody else has has booked that plane ticket. They're probably on that plane or driving that way. So now it's just a matter of getting the the travel taken care of and everybody getting uh, there at uh, at one spot. So again, pitchers and catchers are, are kind of reporting right now this minute. Elsewhere, uh, games are going to begin on April seventh. And how they're going to structure the season is it's still looking like 162 games. But what they're going to do is they're going to add a series onto the end. Because remember, they had to cancel or postpone the first two series. So now they're going to add a series onto the end of the season. They're going to try and work in those other three games somewhere else. So you can still play 162. Uh, it's going to be interesting once you get to... They're not trying to push back the World Series, so how they all fit that in is going to be interesting to yeah. watch unfold, but but it is what it is. Uh, there is going to be a universal designated hitter. 
So we are done. Unless something gets real weird. We are done seeing pitchers bat. Period. Ever. That's it. It's over. Uh, We are also done with seven inning double headers. And we are done with seeing that ridiculous runner on second in extra inning games. So those are done. Uh, There are some additional rule changes that might be in baseball next year, such as banning the shift, uh, bigger bases, pitch clocks, things like that. That'll be voted on later down the line. So you're not going to see that when you turn on your TV this April 7th. It's that's that's coming later. So those are kind of the basics. Additionally, the playoff format has changed. There will now be 12 teams in the playoffs as opposed to 10. So You'll have three division winners, three wild card teams in each league. Uh, the two division winner, the top two division winners, are going to receive buys. Every series will be at least a best of three series, so there is no longer a one card, a one game wild card game. So uh, a, a lot of changes, but again, some more could be on down the line as well. But those are kind of the basics, and then in addition to that. Free agency is open. Uh, It opened immediately after that CBA was certified last night, which was right at about 6 o'clock our time. Uh, I was kind of hoping, I think, Cade, maybe you were hoping to, all of us now are are ready to see our teams sign somebody, like right now, right? Yeah, which I don't don't think the free agency thing has really picked (laughs) up a whole lot. Uh, The Cardinals have signed a reliever, and it's really not going to move the needle for you guys, so if it's okay for you, we're going to push that conversation back a little bit. I will go ahead and tell you it's, um, where is his name somewhere on this list? Uh, Drew Verhagen. Uh, he did used to pitch with the Tigers, but most recently has been pitching in Japan with the Ham Fighters. Ham Fighters. Okay. Like ham, the thing you eat at Christmas. They're fighting ham. Fighters, the people you see, you know, exchange blow with each blows with each other. Ham Fighters. Ham fighters. All right, I can't get over that. Uh, so we're going to go to break because one, we're a little bit overdue for one, anyways. And then two, lied to you prior to the break and said we we're going to talk a little bit of A State baseball. But of course, we'll continue to talk Major League Baseball with you throughout the day with it being such a big day and yesterday being uh, such big news regarding the league. But, but hitting pause, come back, talk A State. Phone lines open during the break at 9303776. Keep it here with us on the ticket. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. Livestock prices still on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 765 and three quarters up eight with May corn at 758 up two and a quarter. March soybeans at 1689 down 11 with May soybeans at 1674 and three quarters down 11 and a half. March wheat at 1043 down 30 and three quarters with May wheat at 1099 and a half up 12 and a half. May cotton at 121.21 up 435 with July cotton at 116.78 up 375. March rice at 1565 up 8 cents with May rice at 1575 down 13. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle 137.60 up 170, June live cattle 133.20 up 75, March feeder cattle 153.37 and a half up 172 and a half, April feeder cattle 158.12 and a half up 187 and a half. April lane hogs at 102.27 and a half up 217 and a half, with May hogs at 109.62 and a half up 225. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Soil, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Soil Ship Enterprise to explore soil life, to boldly grow where cover crops have never grown before. 
Farmer's log, soil date 31655.4. We've come across some strange but incredibly helpful life forms. We didn't have to travel far to find them, but these organisms have proven invaluable on our trip through the solar system. They help feed us by nourishing and protecting our crops. They've built our soil structure to make it more resilient to the harsh weather we encounter. Our sensors indicate they're even helping us store carbon that plants take out of the atmosphere and put it back into the soil. Guess you can say our living and life-giving soil is the best thing to cling on to. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's soil fleet humor. <laughs> Visit your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today and learn more about the basics and benefits of soil health. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. Get your chores done in comfort with a Case IH Farmall Compact Tractor with factory installed cab. From sunny day mowing to dusty leaf blowing and windy weather snow blowing, Baker Implement has a Farmall that will keep you dry and comfortable. The Farmall cab has two wide opening doors, rear opening window, and high visibility roof panel, plus heat, air conditioning, deluxe seat, windshield wiper and washer, front and rear work lights, and more. Check out the Farmall tractors at your nearest Baker Implement dealer or go online to bakerimplement.com today. Money comes and money goes. Unfortunately, it doesn't come and go at the same pace. That and even coming and going of money is one of the most important reasons why you'll like doing business with Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. First, open a checking account and you'll be able to keep track of all outgoing money. Second, a savings account. And then, when you're fortunate enough to have more money coming in than going out, you'll want to add that extra to your savings account and collect interest on it. And third, because you'll be an established customer at Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. And when you have a money need that's more than you can comfortably afford from your savings or salary, you'll find that it's easy to obtain a loan. Why not visit Merchants and Planners Bank today and open both your checking and savings accounts? You'll find you're going in the right financial direction from then on. Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon, member FDIC. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, rolling right along here on a Friday. I keep looking out the window like it's going to snow right now. We still got a couple hours to kill, by the way. And by the way, this is not, please, this is not like a milk and bread panic snow situation. This is just kind of a Mother Nature being a jerk situation. Yeah, like I'm, like it's supposed to be baseball season. I'm over snow. Can we like stop this? This is, this is like one last, last gasp. From, uh, from old man winter here. Because while we might have one to three inches of snow, uh, it's going to be sunny and 36 tomorrow. So we're going to have snow. I'd, my dog's going to get the zoomies once and then it's going to be over. Your kids, by the time that you get done bundling up your kids to go outside, it's going to be melted. Like that's yeah. what we, this is just this is what's coming up. Of course, uh, all that being said, it did absolutely alter every single baseball schedule in the American Southeast <laughs> part of the country. So... Uh, that obviously includes Arkansas State. I would assume at this point in time, I've seen pictures of Northwest Arkansas where 
it's already started snowing, has been snowing since this morning. So I would assume that's kind of the same deal in southwest Missouri as well. So because of that, uh, the schedule in Springfield has changed for A-State baseball. There's not a game tonight, not a game tomorrow. They'll play two on Sunday. I think uh, people who follow college baseball know that, that this is a really good program that Arkansas State is, is going to be playing at this weekend. Although, I guess this is a little bit uh, down for a down year maybe for the Bears because you look at their record, they're below 500. I think they were picked preseason um, sixth in their league. Uh, they have you know, gotten some, uh, they have a win this year over Indiana. They have a win this year at Kansas. They hung tough with Oklahoma State uh, most recently in their last time out. But at the same time, they also, you know, they got, uh, they lost a series to Cal Poly. I don't know a lot about Cal Poly, but that's probably the first time I've talked about any one of their athletic teams ever in my life. So I have a hunch they're not great. It's not like it's Cal State Fullerton. It's it's Cal Poly. Uh, but all that being said, you know, Arkansas State has to work out a couple of things after these midweek games where A-State absolutely, they could have at least contended in these games. They did not contend in the midweek games against SEMO and Southern Illinois because they made so many self-inflicted mistakes with uh, the walks and the extra bases and the errors and all of that. So this is a team that just really needs to play cleaner baseball on Sunday. Uh I'm, <laughs> I love baseball as as a sport for its stability sometimes, college baseball, because we get so caught up in coaching carousels, you know, particularly in football. It's such a huge off-season storyline. A, a coach that is at any institution for over three years, you feel like they've been there forever. Um, college basketball, kind of like that, but not not quite as, you know, you don't have to have quite as quick of results in basketball. Baseball, coaches land somewhere and they stay there forever. Yeah. Missouri State's coach is in his 40th year. Wow. I I love that. Um, Obviously, you don't work somewhere that long unless you're successful, but Keith Gutton is his name, and he's like third right now in terms of uh, active wins. Interestingly enough, A-State's going to play another coach who's been there forever coming up in in a – well, actually – I. I say that now I'm trying to remember uh, A-State doesn't play Coastal Carolina this year, but they also, Gary Gilmore has also been there forever and ever. But again, uh, you're not able to stay at a place that long unless you have a significant history of success, and that's what Missouri State does. Uh, Not playing their history, though, playing their current team. And here's what the Red Wolves are going to have to be careful about this year, and that's giving up the, the long ball or giving up this series. Missouri State ranks 11th overall in homers. So even though they're not at, you know, the top of the leaderboards and extra bases, that just makes those extra bases. It continues to just make those extra bases so important because if you're giving up a ton of extra bases to Missouri State like you did against Southern Illinois and against SEMO, Missouri State's just going to go yard. Uh, They don't play at a huge park. They play at the Springfield uh, Cardinals Park. So, A-State is, is going to have to be much better at, at that. Uh, again, you just got, there's just a lot to clean up from the midweek series. I'm really interested to see how Tommy Raffo handles his pitching this week. Because, I mean, three-game series, cool. Even if it's one game, one day is a doubleheader, you just try out your Friday, Saturday, Sunday, guys. You've got two days to get your guys their innings. And, of course, you could obviously start your... 
Friday starter in game one and your Saturday starter in game two and have uh, your Sunday starter ready to go out of the bullpen if either one of those guys falters. But at the same time, some guys are can can handle coming out of the bullpen a little bit better than others, and some guys are used to I, I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know who's going to start this weekend. Uh, we'll probably find out soon when we when we see some game notes tomorrow and get a clearer view. As far as Missouri State's pitching, they have their start. They have one starter with really good numbers, one starter with not as good numbers, and then a couple of relievers that are really salty before it kind of falls off pretty quickly at the back end of their bullpen. But again, this is a team that's a, a program that's been really successful for a really long time, and and that is going to be the challenge. <laughs> for A-State. So, just again, just man, this needs to be the A-State baseball team that showed up against Illinois State and not the one that gave up seven unearned runs against Southern Illinois. We'll see. One o'clock is the time for your first pitch on Sunday. Right here on the ticket. So, how that works, they play game one, then they wait for about 40 minutes and they play game two. Easy enough. So that is uh, the latest air on Arkansas State. Uh, we'll talk a little football with you later. And in fact, uh, starting up in the second hour of the program, in hour one, we're going to revisit our conversation from Butch, our conversation with Butch Jones from Wednesday, just in case you missed that. I know a lot of folks are getting excited about spring football and all the different questions there are with the Red Wolves this year. So again, we'll revisit that in about 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and hit pause here. Come back, wrap up the phones. Wrap up the phones. Wrap up the hour with open phones and talk a little bit more baseball with you. My, I think my brain and my speaking are just not on the same page today. It's going to be a very mistake-filled next hour and 20 minutes, but we'll see if we can make it through. Keep it here with us on the ticket. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. It's Northeast Arkansas's sports station. 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's been a roller coaster ride for baseball the past couple of weeks. One day, a collective bargaining agreement seems close. The next day, it doesn't. This week was no different. On Wednesday, baseball canceled more games. That pushed opening day back to April 7th. But yesterday, the baseball owners and players finally able to come to a deal. The agreement will bring baseball back, but the game will be a little bit different. Now, there will be 162 games this year for each team. There will now be a universal DH, a draft lottery, a 12-team playoff. The lockout's been going on for 99 days, and you have to give baseball some credit, though. Baseball's notorious for resenting change, but with their backs against the wall, they finally made some notable tweaks to the game. And the changes probably won't elevate baseball back into America's pastime, or at least close to it. But if it can help baseball reach a new audience, that's probably a pretty good step, considering all they've been through. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like Cashback Match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. 
Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236-GOLF or get by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Get up to a $90 reward card at Plaza Tire Service on eligible Firestone Tires. Now at Plaza Tire Service, get a $60 reward card when you buy four eligible Firestone Tires. Increase your reward to $90 when you use your Plaza Tire Service card. Plus, get six months deferred interest on the purchase. This offer is valid through April 18, 2022. Plaza Tire Service is your best deal on Firestone Tires, plus up to $90 back by mail. The right tire, right now, at the right price. That's Plaza Tire Service. The Storehouse has a new location, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, and they have everything for your business. Office supplies, office furniture, fireproof files, printer towers and ink, break room supplies, cleaning supplies, bathroom supplies, self-inking stamps, printing, and so much more. The Storehouse offers free delivery, and you can order online or over the phone if you need. The Storehouse, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, or call 870-972-6360. Put your business in the hands of the experts at The Storehouse today. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Cade with you on a Friday. Asking you today for the CavanaughCars.com question, which team do you love to hate? Bray tweets in a picture of a raging Cajuns flag flying in the breeze. I feel it. I will say, he's not the only one who answered that, by the way. Trying to find uh, another answer here. Aaron also says, can't leave off ULL, refuses to call them just Louisiana. He is not alone there, by the way. I don't know if... Any of you have ever, we've mentioned this before on the show, but I don't know if any of you have ever looked at the ULM game notes or website or anything like that. If they are ever scheduled to play Louisiana, they will not call them Louisiana anywhere on their official team website. They will only refer to them as the Raging Cajuns. 
Because if you, if you call them ULL in like an official capacity, they're going to get all cranky with you and it's going to start a fight with the Sun Belt, blah, blah, blah. So you don't do that. Yeah. But they only will refer to them as the Raging Cajuns. If you pulled up, it, it, say you pull up their Sun Belt baseball schedule right now. It'll have all the teams in the West that they're playing. You know, it'll say Texas State, at, at this school, you know, Arkansas State. It uses the official team names for everything until you find a series with Louisiana. And then it only says Raging Cajuns. I admire the petty from ULM. I really do. I, I mean, I'm I'm right there with them. Like, I when we played them in basketball this year, they were never Louisiana. They were always the Cajuns. That was it. I'm not calling them Louisiana. I'm just not doing it. Like, Sorry. <laughs> And the, sometimes their fans do irk me a little bit with that. Now they're determined to get people to call them UL. That's Louisville. Never going to happen. I mean, I'll call them UL. ULL. Yeah, they get all in their feelings. Yeah. You can't do that. They get mad. They get big mad if you do that. So you can't do that. Uh, continuing to take your answers on Twitter on the phones as well. What team do you love to hate? Continuing to look around. Uh, News from Major League Baseball yesterday. Of course, uh, now that the lockout is over, baseball is back. We've got less than a month until teams are going to hit the field. One of the biggest changes that we're going to see this year is fans. Again, some of the bigger changes like uh, eliminating the shift, bigger bases, pitch clocks, those won't happen until next year. But we are going to see a couple of significant tweaks to the game this year. One is going to be the universal DH, which I could spend two hours complaining about, but it is what it is, and we're going to we're going to move on. I've probably complained about it before, and probably, well, I probably will later on in the season when the Cardinals don't sign anybody and our DH is batting like 245. But anyways, anyways, moving on. How do you guys feel about the expanded, expanded playoffs? Because that is going to be one change that we go ahead and see this year. And I will be honest, I, I don't really love it. It seems kind of like a, a cash grab. Uh, and in fact, Major League Baseball is going to make an extra $85 million a year from ESPN by adding that third wildcard team yeah. in each league. And so what happens now is is you also expand the wildcard round of the postseason. It used to be a game in each league for the wildcard round. Now it's going to go to as many as 12 because these now turn into best of three series. So two to possibly 12. So they're going to be able to get a lot more revenue out of this. And and I I feel like in, in any league, this is across any sport, if you are flirting with or allowing teams that are under 500 to get into your playoffs, then that is not a good playoff system. There should not be... A, there should not be never-ending rewards for mediocrity or for being below average, which is what happens when you're when you're below 500. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is automatically going to happen, that we're going to start seeing teams that are below 500 in the playoffs, but I just, I just feel like this kind of dilutes the playoffs. We're not going to see better baseball after, out of this. We're just no. going to see more of it. Which, I mean, is fine, but also... That's kind of what I like about the MLB playoffs is that you have to be really good to get yeah. in. And you have to be really good for a long time. Yes. It rewards a, a good season from beginning to end. Uh, there is going to be a couple of changes that impact some other things. With with this now being expanded to 12 teams, 
one thing that it means is that the season is done at 162 period. In previous years, if you have those wild tiebreakers, you could have a game 163 and uh, the, the ones of those that I remember always crazy drama filled, of course, it's winner take all going to the playoffs and it's just high stakes. You know, you get to have October baseball and playoff baseball a game early, but uh, those aren't happening anymore uh, because now their their history, all deadlocks will be settled with an NFL style tiebreaker formula. So it's going to start with head to head records and then uh, we'll see what happens after this. But the way that it works now with the the 12 teams so we'll just look at the six teams in the national league right you'll have six teams from the national league that make it into the playoffs the teams the first place teams with the two best records in each league are going to get a bye then the remaining division winner plus the wild card with the best record are going to host a best of three series all three games are going to be at the side of the top seed so let's just throw out hypotheticals all right so we've got we've got the cardinals braves and dodgers that win their division in the national league dodgers crush it again this year they have the best record in baseball braves reigning champions aren't too far behind they have another phenomenal season cardinals somehow in a mixed bag of a nl central season uh, they, they're good enough to win, but they didn't have a great season. So in that scenario, you have the Dodgers, you have the Braves that get first-round buys. And then the Cardinals will get to host a best-of-three series against the lowest-ranked or lowest-win uh, percentage out of the, the wild cards that were left. And then uh, the highest wild-card team gets to host a playoff. We'll say it's the Cubs. Just missed the division title by a game. So they'll get to host whoever else is next. The Padres. That'd be a fun series. Yeah. I'd be I'd be in for Cubs Padres. <laughs> really? We we act like we're picky about it when it's just like, ah, baseball, any baseball, we'll take any baseball. It'll be fun. Uh we'll continue to look more at some questions regarding specific teams and, and what's gonna happen. Uh that free agent frenzy that I think some of us were hoping to hasn't happened yet. But both the Cardinals and the Cubs have made moves, although the Cubs was not necessarily a free agent. They just signed manager David Ross to an extension. And then the Cardinals, of course, have picked up a little bit of pitching depth as they went out and signed Drew Verhagen, who has pitched the past two years with with a Japanese team, uh, the Ham Fighters. Going to move on from that. Uh, ham fighters, yeah. But before that, he was with the Detroit Tigers, so he does have experience in Major League Baseball as both a reliever and a starter. So more on that uh, coming up later on as well. Quickly, before we go to breaking the music hits, uh, I want you guys to go ahead and mark your calendars for April the 13th because there is going to be an event coming up on the campus of Arkansas State. And what this is, this is actually a fundraiser. It's called the How Olympics. And what there is, is it's going to be a fundraising event where you've got five different um, timed event booths and games. So like cornhole and a basketball shootout and things like that with winner leaderboards. And again, it's going to be held Wednesday, April 13th on the lawn of the Ring Student Union. Now, why I'm telling you about this event and why it's so important, it's going to go to, all of the proceeds are going to go to Jalen Tatum to help her with medical and equipment needs. A while back, Jalen was in just a really awful 
wreck and she is now paralyzed. She is a former A-State student, cross-country track athlete, and the media director for the PEM club. So again, if you want to take part in that, April the 13th is when that's going to happen. There is an Instagram page set up called Howl Olympics. So you can find out more information there. That wraps up hour number one. When we come back in hour number two, uh, we're going to hear a little bit from Butch Jones. Caught up with him earlier this week. But uh, for those of you that missed that interview, want to make sure you're able to catch it since, hey, spring football starts on Sunday. There's still a lot to talk about in hour two as well. So keep it here with us. We'll be back after this for more of the Workday Red Zone. Eric works at NEA Construction. I love coming to work, and I don't even set my alarm to go to work. Like, I look forward to coming to work, and I don't want to miss work because it's just a good place to come. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Eric, do you feel like there's a good future here for you at NEA Construction? Oh, yes, yes. A lot of room to grow in this company. That's where I came in. The more experience you have, the better off you're going to be. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need, but why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital with branches and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative, is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. 
Domino's Pizza is hiring. Work in a fun, fast-paced environment with Domino's. Do you have solid math skills, sound judgment, and the ability to multitask? You want to be the boss? Domino's Pizza is needing an assistant manager. Domino's is also hiring for delivery drivers with fun and flexible hours and a great schedule that'll fit what you're looking for. And take home cash every night. Domino's needs customer service representatives too. Apply now at jobs.dominoes.com. That's jobs.dominoes.com. Domino's Pizza is an equal opportunity employer. This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. A 17th state basketball title for the Jonesboro High School boys basketball team yesterday as they routed Marion 55-28 in the 5A final in Hot Springs. The JHS girls fell to Greenwood in their title game 60-49. No A-State baseball this weekend as Mother Nature has affected the series between the Red Wolves and Missouri State in Springfield, the snowy weather forcing the series to be moved to just a doubleheader on Sunday at 1 o'clock at Hammonds Field. Pre-game coverage at 12.45 on Sunday on the Ticket Radio Network. The Arkansas Razorbacks open up play in the SEC Tournament quarterfinals this afternoon in Tampa as they take on LSU a little after 1 o'clock this afternoon with the winner to play in the semifinals tomorrow. And the Grizzlies back in action tonight as they host the Knicks at FedEx Forum. Pre-game coverage at 6.30 and the tip at 7 here on KNEA and KBRI. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963. This play is a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, ready for hour number two here on the program. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Baseball is Back Day. More on Major League Baseball coming up later. But uh, I tell you what, in in addition to (laughs) baseball firing up with pitchers and catchers and everybody else reporting today, in addition to college baseball still going on this weekend, although altered in a lot of places, in addition to Conference tournaments wrapping up today and tomorrow and Sunday in Selection Sunday coming up on Sunday. We've also got spring football coming up on Sunday uh, for Arkansas State. Really excited about it. So actually on Wednesday, we caught up with Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. And he went through several different things that the team has been working on in the offseason. And of course, what they're going to be working on this spring. So just in case you missed that on Wednesday, just want to make sure everybody is ready for Sunday. And we're going to replay that audio. And Butch Jones starts here by talking a little bit about what uh, the schedule is going to be for the Red Wolves right out of the gate. Excited about spring football. Uh, You know, it's going to be coupled, obviously, with spring break coming up. But we'll have back-to-back practices on Sunday and Monday, which will be practice number one and number two. And by rule, those will be in helmets. And then we'll take a day to kind of review everything, get back in the weight room, and then we'll have practice three on on Wednesday, March 16th, and then review practice again on Thursday. And then Friday, uh, have something to do in the morning and then let our players go and relax a little bit and enjoy their families on spring break. I kind of assumed that, you know, today and this week would be just full of staff meetings for you guys getting ready for this. But have you been out at recess today? Well, I, you know what? Thank you for uh, asking that. We have recess <laughs> with the Red Wolves. 
And uh, actually, this morning we're at the Visual and Performing Art Magnet School. Next week we'll be at Nettleton. But unfortunately, I wasn't there. But Robert Garth, who heads the program and our champions in the community program, was there along with a number of our players. But we were in long meetings, uh, getting ready to go. And this is kind of the exciting time, uh, you know, when you talk about starting the next phase of our program, which is spring football. But Friday night we have uh, what we call our Night of Champions. It's our first annual Night of Champions. It's in conjunction with our Olympic competition program, and it's a 1,200 club event. So, uh, you know, right now it'll be the largest 1,200 club event we've had since we've been here. We have almost 100 RSVPs for the, for the night, and they'll be able to come in and meet all the new coaches, meet all the new players, be around our football team, and then we'll go in and, and we'll compete in different things uh, different events so they can earn points for the Olympics team. And it's kind of a kickoff to the start of spring football. Give us an update on your Red Wolves Olympics, if you don't mind. Who's out there kicking butt and taking names? Well, i tell you what, right now, uh, what you like to see is, you know, all 10 teams, we have 10 teams, and all 10 teams are kind of in position to be able to win it. We still have a lot of opportunities left. And, you know, you see the results. You see the leadership building. You see the team accountability. You see our champions in the community with community service. Our, our academics have been the best that they've been. So when you really look at it, uh, you know, it's really been productive this offseason. You really see what individuals want to compete. And uh, so right now, uh, you know, we do weekly totals. And uh, so right now, uh, the team that's in first place is called the Average Joes, and number two is the Humble Beast. But uh, right now, all 10 teams are kind of primed and have an opportunity to, to win. And, and that the winner of that contest, uh, this competition, will, be, will conclude when spring ends. So the final grades, everything will be tallied and marked up. What are you looking to do first once you get spring practice kicked off and started? Well, I tell you what, there's so many things to be accomplished. And, uh, you know, we spoke about it. It's kind of been the theme all off season. is, you know, it's just that competitive spirit, uh, you know, understanding what it takes to play winning football, but learning how to win. And you can win every single day in the way you approach your life, in the Olympics, the way we compete. And I see little wins. I see little victories all the time. And I've been very quick to point it out with our football team is we have a lot of individuals we have a lot of things uh, where we're winning each and every day. But I think the other thing is the toughness that really comes with playing winning football. And, you know, toughness is kind of a broad term, but we talk about the physical toughness, the mental toughness, but probably the most important one is the emotional toughness, the emotional resiliency that you have to play and really to, to live your life each and every day. So we've spent a lot of time on that. Very, very productive offseason. We've studied the book, and actually, uh, to Valence Hunt's Olympic team will present today uh, one of the chapters in the book, but we're reading the book called The Five Dysfunctions of Team. So each group will present uh, to our team every Wednesday in our fourth and one program. And so, I, you know, then they dissect the book and they talk about it. And I tell you, that's been a, a, a great addition to our offseason. And then we had a group of former military Marines, Navy SEALs come in here a couple of weeks ago and uh, spend a Friday and Saturday with us in terms of leadership, uh, what it is to be a good teammate, and then, uh, you know, leadership through shared adversity 
They put our team through two days of workouts, through leadership training in our indoor that forces you to communicate through adversity, all the things that, that go into it. And I thought, you know, we came away. Uh, they kind of sh- uh, led the way in terms of really trying to uh, determine who our leaders are. And, and we had more leaders emerge from that than any other time. You know, we've been fortunate to work with these individuals. So there's a lot of good things going on. Butch Jones here with us. Uh, chat brought to you by Calmer Solutions. You know, in, in year one, it always seems like so much of everything is about kind of establishing culture and the mentality you want from your team. That groundwork has been laid. So now, what does that free you up to focus on in year two? Well, I think when you when you have a culture, it, it never frees you up because you have to fight for your culture every day. And culture is the behaviors that you accept every single day. And you have to make sure that, you know, there's a standard in place, your principles and your values of your organization. You have to fight for those every day. And so I think you can never just say, you know, we've established this. But I will tell you this. You can see that our players have been through a year in our program and the way they approach the day, the understanding of the competitiveness when they walk into the weight room, they understand, obviously, the way we perform in skill development. We just concluded our, our fourth quarter program, which is eight stations uh, timing at different times, and we grade everyone on effort. So I know there was a big article by Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M and how they grade the players every single day and all that. Well, we've been doing that for a number of years. So, you know, our players, based on the, the way they finished in the plus-two mentality, uh, they're graded in, in three colors, and then they wear those shirts in practice or in that fourth quarter program the next day. And, uh, you know, it's a championship effort. It's an average effort, and it's a losing effort. And it's all based on how they perform. So we've been doing that in our fourth quarter program, oh, gosh, for a number of years. But our players really went through that. I like the, the way they attacked it in uh, the last day of the fourth quarter program they came in and they had a mentality i think the other thing through leadership that's been born is just the art of communication the art of really getting to know each other but also the joy and energy that it takes to lead and uh you know just the body language so again this off season has been extremely productive now we get to take that of what we worked so hard on in the off season and now take that uh to the football field and now we have to obviously understand situational football, uh, be very, very fundamentally sound and very detailed, and just work to be tougher, a more physical football team, and then compete in everything that we do on the field. I want to talk personnel with you for just a minute. You know, looking at the guys you've got on defense, uh, you lost a lot of production there uh, to graduation. But aside from Kevon Bennett, you know, who, who are you looking at to step up and lead on that side of the ball? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, spring on that side of the ball because we have so many new faces. But we're really excited about all these individuals. You know, when you look at Blaine Toll, uh, the transfer from Arkansas and Colorado, he's been here really almost a year. But, uh, you know, what he's shown in off-season workouts, we're really excited about him. I think John Mincy continues to grow and develop. Uh, King Makuta, the transfer from Alabama, has come in and kind of really established himself. Uh, You know, Terion Sujic, the transfer from Vanderbilt, who has four years of eligibility left. So we're starting to see 
some players really step up in the defensive front. Denard Flowers is a young man uh, who has really, really grown, so we're excited to see him be able to uh, see what he could do on the field. And then we got to work to get Vidal Scott back healthy, uh, coming off surgery and, and all the numerous injuries that he played through. And then at the linebacker uh, position, the transfer from Houston, Jordan Kermuch, uh, is actually one of our team leaders. Uh, the Seals kind of uh, pointed him out, and we knew that going into it. But very, very good in terms of football intelligence. And then the move that Kavon made, Bennett made from going from the first level of defense to the second at linebacker, Malik Stryker having some experience now under his belt but still being very young. And then one of the individuals in the back end of our defense that's had a tremendous offseason has been Kenneth Harris. Uh, there's very few people that I've been around that uh, we call it, you know, the big fours. He ran a 4-4. He bench-pressed over 400 pounds. And uh, his vertical was over 40. So he's really had a really good offseason. I think that has really elevated everyone else in that defensive backfield in terms of Leon Jones, uh, Denzel Blackwell, Sammy Johnson. And then, you know, the other position that we got to really determine who those faces are going to be, who's going to be there in the fall is at the safety position. You know, Eddie Smith, the transfer from Alabama, has really provided some stability back there. Justin Parks continues to do some good things. So some new faces, uh, but it's exciting because it's a lot of new opportunities for a lot of individuals. I know you're going to be asking about this all spring, but I can't not ask about <laughs> the quarterbacks. Um, aside from James Blackman, that's a quarterback room that just hasn't completed a college pass. How do you kind of manage the experience level um, or, or lack thereof in that room? Well, it's going to really, really be dictated by – practice reps and really trying to simulate as many live game conditions as possible. Uh, you know, we've talked about making Wyatt Beagle live at some points at time during practice, along with the true freshman Jackson Daly. Uh, James won't be made live, but I think those two individuals need to be able to play with the pocket collapsing, see what type of quarterback intangibles that they can have, the functional intelligence that you take from the meeting room, in the classroom to the game field. So we're going to try to create as many live game situations as possible uh, and see kind of their command presence. Can they get us in the right place? So uh, we'll see a lot of them. And really by the way we practice, all three individuals will have, you know, a tremendous opportunity to grow and develop throughout the course of spring and 15 practices. Switching topics just a little bit to to your overall roster with some with some late portal departures, does that free up any scholarships for twenty two, or are you completely moved on and, and this class is complete? No, that's a great question. I think you know us by now. We're always going to look to add if somebody can bring value to our football program and improve it. We're always going to look at them. But uh, you know, we're still a little bit over for next year in terms of scholarships. So. Uh, we're, we need all the scholarships that we can get moving forward, uh, but also we still have some some areas of need that I think we need to continue to look at to improve, to be a better football team from a competitive depth, from just practice reps to everything that goes in the building of football team. So we'll continue to, to look and we'll continue to recruit all the way up until August. So any individual who can make our football team better we're going to look at we're in the process of doing that right now uh but we have to you know obviously be be very very smart in the way we manage our roster you know unfortunately you know we had some some 
Oh, some advantage, some disadvantages that we were dealt with that we had to deal with in terms of that. Uh, we're working to manage those every day. I think we are. We're doing a good job with that. But yes, you know, the scholarships right now are at a premium, but we're always going to look to add to, to help our football team and our football program. Well, we'll let you get back to your meetings or, or whatever <laughs> else is on the slate for today. What do you and your staff need to do for the next four days to, to get ready to kick this thing off on Sunday? Well, I think it's just being very detailed and be very organized, take advantage of the time that we're able to spend with our players, make sure they're ready to go, and just enjoy being around our players, you know, and, you know, enjoy continuing to build the culture, the mentality, the style of play. It's also been a great couple days of personal growth and development. A young man who was, you know, one of our graduate assistants at another place is the tight ends coach of the San Diego Chargers, and has interviewed for a number of uh, offensive coordinator jobs in the NFL. We Zoomed uh, talking football with him for about three and a half hours the other morning. So we've been doing a lot of professional growth and development, having different coaches present different topics to make us a better football team, whether it's scheme, style of play. So a lot of it has been, you know, making sure our scripts, our practice schedules are, you know, formulated, everything's ready to go, spending quality time, uh, with our players, and then obviously personal growth and development. And she, Coach Jay had the DBs. They were all at uh, watching Batman last night at the movie theater together. So I know our coaches are doing a lot with our players as well. Well, Coach, we really appreciate the time today, and we look forward to seeing you out there Sunday. Well, we appreciate your time, and if you, if you want to have a great time, I invite you to stop by Night of Champions and the 1200 Club and You'll, you'll get an opportunity to see our players up close and personal and uh, competing in things other than football, and you can just see the joy and the competitive grit that we've really stressed with. So we're looking forward to Friday night as well. Again, uh, thank you for the time today, Coach. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Wolf's up. Again, that was Butch Jones, who was kind enough to join us earlier this week as a part of our A-State Spotlight and brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. Uh, if you missed any of that chat, 953theticket.com is where you are going to be able to find it. Uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause. We'll come back. We'll open back up the phone lines at 9303776. Also, some interesting scores going on right now in conference tournament action around the country. Teams all over the place vying to uh, get into the NCAA tournament or better their seed in the NCAA tournament. We'll throw some of the latest resu- results at you. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Y'all, even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection, too, with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State just across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. 
swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic. Coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas broadcasters. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Kate hanging out. 9303-776 is the number to call. Asking you today for our KavanaughCars.com question. What team do you love to hate? You all have not held back on social media. Of course, uh, you can also chime in there at Kara underscore Richie, or you can use the hashtag WDRZ. Uh, This weekend, I I think Mother Nature is not going to hurt us too bad. But if you're somebody out there who wouldn't mind upgrading their vehicle to a four-wheel drive or maybe you're somebody who is looking to upgrade their vehicle right now to one with better gas mileage uh, you can always start your search at Kavanaugh cars 
Cavanaugh.com. They have all of their inventory there uh, from every single Cavanaugh dealership all under one spot. So you can go ahead and pick out your perfect vehicle. In addition to that, you can go ahead and find out what your trade-in is worth, calculate your payment, and get pre-approved. So that way, once you step onto that lot, uh, you're ready to go. You know you're going to go home with a vehicle. And I'll tell you what, honestly, you don't even have to step onto the lot at all. You buy a car from your couch. Uh, set up a delivery time and you're good to go. It's wild what all they can do for you at KavanaughCars.com. But again, the question today, what team do you love to hate? Uh, looking around, of course, it's tournament time. A lot of scores out there to throw your way. Quickly, uh, looking at state tournament action here. Norfolk currently leading Mammoth Spring 41-34. That game is almost over. About a minute and a half or so left there, according to Logan Whaley of KAIT. Thought for a second... We might get an upset in SEC tournament action. Uh, yes and no kind of on that. Uh, Texas A&M was up big, big over Auburn. And then Auburn got it close to, Kate, you said they got it down to about five with a couple minutes to go. Yeah, Texas A&M was up 20, and then I think they got it like a four or five point game. Uh, Texas A&M did, they were able to hold on 67-62. So the top seed is out of the SEC tournament. So wide open there. I'm also keeping tabs right now on a former A-State coach, Grant McCaslin, who I find his situation pretty interesting here because he is a coach of, of course, UNT. It's where he's been since he, since he left Arkansas State. And I'll be honest with you, first things first, I'm glad I'm not watching this game because these scores are ugly. But his team went 22-5 uh, and five so far this year. I don't know if a 22-5 and five record in Conference USA is good enough to get you an at-large bid. And they're going to have to start thinking about that right now because with 25 seconds left in this game, his mean green trailed Louisiana Tech 38-34. A lot of things to think about with that game. One, the fact that you've got 72 combined points in a game that's going to wrap up in 30 seconds, which is, again, I'm very glad not to be watching that game. But then two, this is just uh, this might be a heartbreaker for his team. I know for the past few years, I'm pretty sure, just like the Sunbelt Conference, at Conference USA is a one-bid league. So this might be it. That deficit is now 40 to, well, as soon as I was about to give you a score, uh, UNT now trailing 40-36 with 17 seconds left. Uh, how's this for ugly? Louisiana Tech is one of their last 15 and has not hit a field goal in the past five minutes. This this game is just, I'm fascinated by how ugly this game is. Truly terrible basketball. This is this is bad. Yeah. Uh, let's look here. Earlier in the game, it looks like UNT had its own 1 for 15 stretch. As in this entire contest, they are only 13 for 53. Oh, these are these are some numbers. This is bad, bad. Uh, <laughs> North Texas is shooting right right under twenty five percent. Anyways, yeah. Score update there. Several of the games, of course, going on around the country. Um, as everybody, of course, is is trying to punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. And uh, for those of you that are already ready, already to fill out your brackets, uh, soon enough, my friends, as Sunday is when those will be revealed. 
And if you're one of those people that likes to launch up your app or pick up your pen and paper and start filling it all out as quickly as you possibly can, um, then Sunday, the time that you'll need to start doing that is going to be not exactly at 5 o'clock, but that is when Greg Gumbel will start hosting that men's selection show along with Clark Kellogg and Seth Davis on CBS. So they will also, later on in the night, have the selection show for the first ever 68-team women's field at 7 o'clock on ESPN. So those are some of the highlights coming up for your weekend. I'm really interested in seeing this year in in men's action how many mid-major teams get in read a lot of, of articles over the past couple of weeks saying this was a really good year for, for mid-majors. You had a lot of good teams that were high up in the net rankings. But, of course, it's been the case before, and we've still seen some of these teams get left out no matter how good of a season they had if they were not able to win their conference tournament. So we shall see. You look at mid-majors in the top 25, Gonzaga's not a mid-major, has not been for 20 years at this point in time, but St. Mary's in their same conference uh, is is a 19th-ranked Nets team. Murray State, Loyola, Chicago, San Francisco, Colorado State. Those are all teams in the top 25 of the net ranking. So will they be able to get in without a conference title? Providence, San Diego State, not too far behind as well. Going to be an interesting year to see how that bracket comes together. Uh, Georgia State, a 15 seed. I've not seen anybody else that has them higher in any bracket that I've looked at. So uh, that looks like it is going to be, looks like that's going to be uh, their destination. So they'll be taking on a two seed somewhere at some point, someday, when <laughs> the NCAA tournament fires up. Uh, North Texas is going to lose to Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Wow, I wonder if that ends their chance at an NCAA I don't tournament. know. that. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. It will not end their season because the NIT, you know, if, you, if you're if you a mid-major team and you win your regular season title but lose in the conference tournament, you get a bid to the NIT. But 42-36 North Texas uh, wraps up their run in the CUSA tournament. So they will be, that's what they will be hoping for. Interesting stuff there. They are ranked, by the way, 39th in the net rankings. Hmm. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's go ahead and hit pause here. Still a lot more we're trying to get through today, but uh, keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. The Ticket. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'll never forget being a student at Little Rock Central High and watching them hold open the doors for the Little Rock Nine. Doors that 40 years earlier had been closed to them because they're black. Good triumphed over evil. That is who we are. The radical left wants to teach our kids America is a racist and evil country, but our Kansans are generous, hardworking people. I was born and raised here. This is where we chose to raise our family. And I want the same for my three kids as yours. A better life here in Arkansas. We don't want our kids living under socialism, cancel culture, and big government taking away our freedom. As governor, I will defend our freedom 
and champion good schools, higher paying jobs, and a better life for all. Paid for by Sarah for Governor. At Glen Sane, we want to assure you that we'll always be there for you. These past months have been some tough weather days and the ice on the roads. We had to close a couple of days. I called my mother often to check on her, and one of the cold days, I could tell her by her voice that she didn't feel good, and I asked her about that, and she said, well, I've got a head stopped up and a headache, but I have to tell you, it'll be fine. In a few days, I'll be well again. What a positive attitude she has. She made me feel better about things. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. Great vision matters, whether you're on the field or in the stands. That's why Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas is here to serve you. Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for a variety of eye conditions. The glasses shop at Vision Care Center also has the most comprehensive selection and expert stylists to find the perfect fit for you to look your game day best. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule your appointment today at our Jonesboro, Paragold, and Pocahontas location. You know, it's hard to think about your yard being green right now, but this is the time to let Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today at 870-219-3446 and let them go to work to ensure that you'll have the greenest yard in your neighborhood come springtime. Better yet, bundle Mojo's Weed and Feed with their lawn care service and save 15%. What are you waiting for? The time is now. If you want the greenest yard in the neighborhood in the spring, let Mojo go to work for you today to lay the foundation for a beautiful lawn. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today, 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. Ensure a super green yard in the spring by letting Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you today. The second annual Delta Roots Music Festival in historic downtown Helena, Arkansas is set for Saturday, April 9th. And this year honors the memory of Phillips County's own musical legend, Lee Von Hell. Headlining this year is The Wait, named after the band's iconic song and led by longtime friend and bandmate Jim Weeder. Also included this year, Funky Donkey, Dwayne Stevens Band, Raj Arnold, Mother Hubbard and the Regulators, Live Wire Band, Bailey Hepley, Colin Linden, the Arkansas Brothers, and the Kate Brothers. Tickets for the festival are $25, kids 12 and under free, and can be purchased online at DeltaRootsMusicFest.Eventbrite.com or at the King Biscuit Blues Festival office, 319 Phillips Street, Helena, Arkansas. Hours for the festival are 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Arts and crafts, food vendors, and a cash bar, and more. The second annual Delta Roots Music Festival, April 9th in Helena, Arkansas. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Still Kara and Kate hanging out. 9303776. What team do you love to hate? That is our KavanaughCards.com question. A few of you today have thrown out, uh, now that it is officially baseball time again, you've thrown out your baseball teams. Seen a couple Cardinal fans throw out some Cubs logos. I've seen uh, our, fr- our buddy Jay Walker, friend of the program and voice of the Raging Cajuns. Uh, he's a diehard Dodgers guy, so he sends us a picture of the San Francisco Giants. So continuing to take those answers from you on social media and, again, on the phones as well. 
course, now we get to immediately switch from complaining about players and owners to complaining about front offices. Yay! Everybody ready already to start seeing their teams make some noise since the free agency period started at 6 o'clock last night across Major League Baseball. I think a lot of us, I guess... We're maybe more trying to speak it into existence yesterday that free agency would be immediately off and running because you just kind of assumed that everybody had already been talking to everybody. So your team would be able to immediately get out there today and address its pitching depth or lack thereof and bring in its designated hitter or everything else. And uh, so far, to the best of my knowledge, the Cardinals are the only team that has made a signing at this point in time. And that signing was not, it's its not like a big move the needle signing. It's not one of the top tier free agents out there. They actually went and signed a pitcher out of uh, Japan. Drew, where is this guy? Drew Verhagen is who they signed. A guy who hasn't been in Major League Baseball in two years. And prior to that, just had kind of a mixed bag of, of numbers when he worked as both a reliever and a starting pitcher with Detroit. I think the plan for St. Louis is to bring him in to to primarily use him in relief. I, again, it's not a, a big move-the-needle signing, but it just seems a lot of times like signing a free agent reliever is such a crapshoot. Nobody goes south quicker with no warning <laughs> than relievers in baseball. Uh, they can have... You know, five straight all-star seasons. And then it seems like when things go south, they go south really quickly and with almost no warning. So I I guess just take a gamble on somebody cheap uh, just to address your depth and it's, it's fine. I think pretty much for almost not all teams and all fans of National League teams, but that's going to be the significant question for 15 teams in Major League Baseball is now you have this whole other position in your lineup that you're going to have to fill every day. So how are you going to handle that? Undoubtedly, there are several teams in the National League that probably have internal candidates. Maybe they've got somebody in the minors that was kind of blocked position-wise, and now you get to bring that guy up and add him in your roster. Uh, Maybe you go ahead and go out and make whatever kind of free agent signing you can to address that spot, but Again, for 15 teams now in, in baseball, that's that's your biggest question. Who's going to handle that designated hitter role for you? Um, there have been several articles about that role uh, that were put out over the offseason regarding the Cardinals. But I'll be honest with you, I <laughs> did not read a lot of like personnel or roster articles in the offseason because I, I didn't want to get my hopes up. I didn't want to get in a baseball mindset and then not have baseball. I just would have been mad. So... I don't have a lot of really good names to throw at you in terms of that. Uh, I do know that there are obviously a lot of players out there because the free agency period was very brief and because there haven't been any negotiations in 99 days, there is still a lot of potential out there in terms of guys that uh, anybody could sign. When you look at free agents, you know, position by position, You've got some big names out there at, at first base. Uh, Freddie Freeman, obviously the most notable one. You feel like surely the Braves are going to move to to re-sign him soon. But Anthony Rizzo is out there as well. Uh, at third base, I mean, Chris Bryant is going to be a, a name that gets thrown out there a lot. At shortstop, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, still free agents. 
And then uh, looking at outfielders, you've got guys like Kyle Schwarber uh, that I think a lot of teams could potentially be interested in. But also some, some interesting guys out there like Tommy Pham, uh, Brett Gardner, Nick Castellanos. And uh, you've got guys who have spent their entire career as designated hitters that now have 15 whole new teams that could pursue them. Not very many that necessarily stand out, but, you know, Nelly Cruz, even at 41 years old, is still a guy who can absolutely bop one out of any park at just about any time. So that's on the hitting side. On the pitching side, I mean, Kershaw's a free agent, although it's hard to see him anywhere but in Dodger blue along with Zach Greinke and, and several other guys that can help you out as well. So uh, I'm kind of I'm, I'm ready for that news to start rolling in. And surely it will, of course, sooner rather than later. As multiple teams have, multiple teams, multiple players have already been out there reporting to their camps. Another agreement, I guess this is just the second free agent news I've seen and again it's not a a big name that we just mentioned Martin Perez in agreement with the Texas Rangers Matt Stoltz and Jerry Scott if you're listening so there's that but uh, that is all I've seen so far I'll be honest with you with with as weird and as long as this offseason is gone not that I've completely forgotten about the Cardinals main storylines but the end of the season Last year feels like a million years ago, honestly. Yes. So, I will be honest with you. When I started reading, you know, some different Cardinals articles today, it was kind of one of those things where I'm skimming through and I'm looking at the biggest news from the offseason. I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) Mike Schilt isn't the manager anymore. Uh, Because, again, it's just been so long since we've had those conversations that I honestly, it had kind of slipped my mind that the Cardinals are about to usher in the Ollie Marmol era. That news was just so long ago in the grand scheme of the sports world. But for the Cardinals, you know, uh, some things are, are going to be the same. It's it's going to be, I'm really glad the farewell tour for Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina is back on. And we'll get to see that, and we should, assuming health here, knock on wood, be able to see those guys set the record for most career starts by by a battery. Uh, Nolan Arenado back for another season. Uh, you're going to have some good power arms, although you got to hope for for health there with Flaherty and, and Dakota Hudson, Michaelis Hicks, Helsley uh, should all be back. Uh, you wonder if we're going to see top prospects in Nolan Gorman, if that could be a guy in, if, there for the designated hitter role. Matthew Liberatore, uh, they're pitching, but uh, some big departures as well. It's going to be, it's kind of going to be weird to see a Cardinals lineup without Matt Carpenter in it. I'm I'm not saying I'm going to miss his tough at-bats as of late because a lot of those did not end well, but it's just going to be a little bit of a different lineup. I know there are... Cade, when you size up... Have you even done any sizing up of the NL Central? Are you just trying to figure out kind of where the Cubs are at in their off-season plans? Yeah, I hadn't even looked at the NL Central. I'm just... uh, I need the Cubs to get Carlos Correa, and then once they get Carlos Correa, we go from there. They did make a little bit of news earlier as they signed David Ross to an extension but again the the player news so far right now around major league baseball is is really light so again it can be it can probably will be a busy weekend as these conversations start to gear up but the news right now uh, light across major league baseball regardless though 
April 7th is when it's all going to get underway. So it'll be time. In no time at all, we'll start getting reports from spring training. Uh, player A and player B are going to be in the best shape of their life. Player C will have developed a really intense uh, off-season workout plan <laughs> that kept him in shape. And so he did not miss a beat. And then player D is, is going to have, you know, be announced that he's got to have Tommy John surgery in like 12 hours. So that's... That's just that's why it's going to go. For yeah, all I, I'm really interested to see the pitching market because I honestly have no idea what the pitching market is, especially from a bullpen standpoint. Yeah, um, I've got a list here of all of the different, some of the big names out there. Uh, Kenley Jansen. MLB.com has a list of free agents, position by position. They're listed by wins above replacement. That they put up last year. So Kenley Jansen, Ryan Tapera, Colin McHugh, uh, Chafin, Brad Hand, Evan Marshall, Jimmy Nelson, Joe Kelly, Trevor Rosenthal, Adam Ottavino, Steve Ciszek. These would all be names. Uh, Greg Holland, that would be familiar to, I guess, Cornell fans and maybe fans in the NL Central, but relievers. An in-depth knowledge of relievers, probably not my strong suit. I know who plays on my team. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. But if they've been pitching the last three seasons for the Angels, I probably cannot tell you a single <laughs> a single bit of information about them uh, whatsoever. But again, should be a fun, fun weekend of news. We certainly hope so. I tell you what, let's go ahead and take our last break. We'll come back and wrap it up, uh, throw everything at you that we might have missed. We'll see. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank. Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with a perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. You know, if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes, if you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is going to be medically assisted and supervised by a medical team that's going to customize a plan that fits your life and your goals. There's multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medication that's going to help you lose the weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And it doesn't matter if you want to lose 5 pounds, 25 pounds, or 75 pounds. The medical team at Elite Total Health is going to customize a plan that's perfect for you. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Appointments are available, but walk-ins are welcome as well. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. 
Don't wait to lose weight. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. You can save 50% off your screen printing now at Caps Plus in Paragould. All month long, all screen printing is half off at Caps Plus. That's t-shirts, caps, koozies. If you can screen print it, it's 50% off in March at Caps Plus. Save on promotional items for your business or organization, family reunions, vacations, whatever. And if you don't already have a logo, the graphic designers at Caps Plus can come up with one for you. Don't miss out on 50% off all screen printing at Caps Plus in Paragould. Call 236-9292 or go online to Caps Plus Farmers and Merchants Bank's new MVP Center is now open on Parker Road at Southwest Drive. That's our live tellers on screen to help you do almost everything you can do at a regular teller line. It's super easy, and the best part is we're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday and Saturdays 9 till noon. Great new location, even better hours. Now at Farmers and Merchants Bank on Parker Road at Southwest Drive. Member FDIC. There's no question that the COVID pandemic, supply chain issues, and factory slowdowns have greatly affected our industry in the last two years. At Cavanaugh Ford, we have a plan to change all of that. A plan you're going to love. Placing your order for your new truck or SUV during truck month means big rebates, low interest, and you'll be driving your new vehicle by summer. Customize your personal 2022 F-150 pickup and get $3,500 off MSRP. 2022 Ranger, $2,500 off MSRP. 22 Edge SUV, $2,500 off MSRP. 22 Explorer, $2,000 off MSRP. And drive your new vehicle by summer. Placing a retail order and personally customizing your new Cavanaugh Ford is the new way to buy. And during truck month, you'll order and save with up to $3,500 off MSRP, zero interest financing, and you'll be driving the vehicle you customized by summer. Truck month at Cavanaugh Ford. There's never been anything like it. Cavanaugh Ford, 2000 East Highland in Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, Homestretch here on the ticket. Thanks for spending the day, spending the week with us here on the Workday Red Zone. Last call on the phones, 9303776 is the number. What team do you love to hate? That is our Kavanaugh Cars dot com question of course we've got 48 53 uh, ish or so hours until it will be time to start filling out brackets cannot wait uh some of you will research the teams research the matchup some of you will dive right on in some of you will fill these bad boys out by mascot and or team color but whatever the method is to your madness, there are some rules typically that kind of you think of when you fill out your brackets. You know, you think about your 16 over the ones, the fact that that's only happened once, the fact that more often than not in a tournament we get a 12-5 matchup. But, well, we get multiple 12-5 matchups. We get more, we get a, a 12-5 win. But uh, there's also some interesting things to keep tabs on this weekend when you're looking at tournament success and how that plays into NCAA tournament success. So since 2012, teams that win their conference tournament have only accounted for two NCAA champions. So in the past decade, we've only seen that happen twice. Now on the flip side, no team since 1985 has won the NCAA tournament without at least making a share 
without at least making the semifinal, excuse me, of their conference tournament. So teams that got knocked out before the, the semis. Baylor, Illinois, Auburn. History tells us they should not be the final team you have on your bracket. I don't know how much of a chance Baylor, Illinois, or Auburn had to win the whole thing, but to me, this kind of feels like it could be a really goofy, wide-open year. So basically what I'm saying is 65 of the teams in your bracket can win, just not those three. Yeah, I, I have no idea who I'm going to pick as national champion as of now. Uh, there's been years where I've started with the winner and worked backwards. There's been year where I, years where I've looked at every single individual matchup and, and figured it out that way, and there's been years where I've done a, a little bit of both. And I don't know which direction I'm going to go until I guess we, we see that bracket on Sunday. Obviously, on Monday, that's going to be a big bulk of our show is working our way through that. Of course, we'll also recap all of the weekend action uh, from conference tournaments to Arkansas State baseball to Arkansas State football. Who knows what we will all get into. Uh, in the meantime, of course, uh, today kind of a light slate in, in terms of sports. Yes, you've got some conference tournaments. I know a lot of you are, are turning on Arkansas and LSU right about now. But if you're planning to go out and watch a baseball game tonight, that's obviously not going to happen. So here's how you can kill some time today. There's a new game you need to check out called Wardle. W-A-R-D-L-E. I know at some point in time, you've probably played one of the numer numerous DLE games, right? Wardle or Quartle or Oct Octortle, Nerdle, Worldle. There's, I mean, there's a million of them at this point in time. And the one thing they have all in common is that they end in DLE. But for the baseball fans out there, Wardle is the next one you need to check out. It's W-A-R-D-L-E, I think, dot app is where you uh, can yeah, find it. I think so. So W-A-R-D-L-E dot app. And what you do is... It gives you all of these guesses in terms of, uh, well, you have to guess the MLB player. Now, these are just active players. So, for example, I tried to start out with Ozzie Smith, and they wouldn't, wouldn't let me. So, it's just active players. Yeah, and some of them aren't right, because my first guess uh, was Chris Bryant, and it still had Chris Bryant in the NL Central. And that's how I got today's... Uh, Today's one, because today's one's from the NL Central, so. So what they do is they have eight different categories here. Team, league, division, bats, left or right, throws, left or right, the country they're from, the year of their birth, and their position. If you've got a little green in that category, then you know you're good. And if you've got uh, a yellow, it means you're close. For example, like you're within two years of their year of birth. And if there's no color at all, well, that means you're just flat out wrong. So you got to figure out what player it is. Now, I kind of cheated today in the sense that, obviously, look, I don't have every 40-man roster in baseball memorized. Not even close. I don't even have my own team's 40-man roster memorized. So once I figured out what team it was, I did look up their their roster. I Googled their roster to help me out, but uh, I got it. Got it today in a pretty short amount of guesses. So I'm feeling, feeling good here about my start to Wardle. So that is... Uh, that's the latest game for the baseball fans out there. I got like, yeah, I'm I'm still waiting on the good movie one to drop. I, the movie one that ha they have right now, I don't like because it's top five box office of a given date, and I don't like that. But I mean, you're crushing some hurdle, right? Oh yeah, I mean her. I'm I'm 
undefeated that hurdle. I've gotten each of I've gotten two of the three hurdles in one guess. So if I can get something like that, if I can get like a movie scene type deal like Hurdle has, I think I could crush that. Okay. We'll see if one of those drops soon. Surely, it seems like there's a new one of these games that comes out every single day. So surely a good movie version can't be that far behind. Yeah, I would hope so. And I guess I can't... If they're able to get the song clips in there, surely you'd think somebody would pretty easily get some movie clips in there. It doesn't seem like it'd be that much harder to do one or the other. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I could crush that game. If uh, if you see a movie, Wordle, please send it Kate Carlton's <laughs> way. Hey, uh, that's a wrap for us today. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, keep it here. The setup is next with Kate Carlton. Following that, the drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here Monday morning for the front row with Budro at 7 RWRC Radio with JC at 10 and the Workday Red 10 will be back at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend. Baby, I need fresh blood.